Oh my goodness, we are back. You are listening to KAOP AM 1045. My name is Danny. I'm Sam. And you're listening to Seattle's hottest radio show on the AM band. Uh, each week we pull some people in and we talk about Seattle's DIY scene. Sam, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Danny. It's been a while. It's how been a while. You? It's been a, yeah, you were, yeah, you were the first guest host and then uh, you the ratings went down. <laughs> the ratings shot straight down. <laughs> uh, some advertisers pulled uh, pulled yeah, their spots. Yeah, I, I heard you lost some sponsors. Yeah, Colgate wasn't happy. You had a guy missing a tooth. On a <laughs> that Kickstarter, that Kickstarter, that GoFundMe never worked out. It didn't work out. Okay, how, how how are you doing, Danny? Not too bad. So Sam, something really interesting uh, happened at the record store the other day. So it was a it was a busy Sunday. There's people in the store. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there, and uh, a guy walks in. Now, he looked like if you were going to make a TV movie, and you needed an extra, and the extra's title in the script was, like, Hobo Number 2. <laughs> okay. And he comes in, and he has uh, four records in his hand, but they are not in sleeves, nor are they even in white sleeves. Ooh, they were just like just, just the record, just just the record. He wanted to bring you just the goods and none, none of the <laughs> <laughs> no killer, fluff. no filler. Yeah. <laughs> so he had these, and then he said he comes up. He's like, "Do you buy records?" And I'm like, uh, "Yes, you know we do, but we need the sleeves with them." And he's like, "Well, I mean, you you could just you know before you sell them, you can just you know put some put them in some sleeves." And I can actually pull up a record. I'm like, well, no, every record has a specific cover that it goes to, and no one's going to buy them uh, without the cover. And I was being really nice. Especially, I mean, the store is filled with people, and I'm usually nice until people aren't nice. Yeah. And so I say that, and he looks at me for a second. He's like, so basically you're telling me to fuck off. And he starts <laughs> walking out. And I'm like, sir, 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 sir. And, but he kept walking out. So then he walks outside, and then he throws the records into the street. Oh, oh God. And they kind of all land right at, like, just past the curb. And so I'm like, oh, God damn it. Now, now it looks like it's your, so, it's spin cycle, but exactly. it's so, littering the streets. <laughs> so I have to go, I, I'm going to have to go and pick them up. Because anytime there's any media garbage within, like, a block, two block radius, we get blamed. Yeah. So if someone throws right. some DVDs away <laughs> on the ground, like, yeah. it, 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 it's us. It's always like you. Yeah. connected to us. But there's a bunch of customers in the store, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wait. Uh, and then a car parked on top of them. So I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not gonna like crawl underneath Under- the car to try to get these, especially because the person might come out of whatever store they're at and be like, right. why are you why climbing you? <laughs> underneath my car? But so it was a really busy Sunday, and every time I looked up, there's either a car parked. Or if there wasn't, I had like customers. Cu- I had customers. <laughs> and so it just it really, really aggravated. Um, uh, how have you been? I've been I've been really good. Uh, so have you regretted <laughs> moving back to Seattle? No, not at all. I'm glad yeah. that you said that. Okay. Because the other day, uh, I was at a bar. Uh, I started this woman started talking to me, and she started saying how uh, Seattle is over and she thinks it sucks and all these things. And I think she thought I was going to be sympathetic to her. And I was like, I completely disagree with everything you said. <laughs> Good. And I listed why. And one of the things was, I was like, you know, there is, 
if I had more ambition, I could probably go out every night and see something different. Like I get, there's always good shows going on. Yeah. There's always good art shows. There's always good fancy release parties. There's always things. I, I think there's too much stuff happening for me. And I know people who live in other cities who like, you know, not as much stuff is going on. And I also was saying how I feel that, you know, there still is, you know, even though a lot of people are getting pushed out uh, to like further away from downtown and Capitol Hill and stuff, there's still a pretty good strong community. And just as I was saying that, someone was walking by and I was like, hey sir, is that a Skillshot t-shirt? And he's like, yes it is. And came <laughs> wow. over and we started talking about Skillshot and it really made me happy. And he walked by at just the right time. Speaking of Skillshot, Sam. And just the right time. And just the right time. <laughs> Sam, let me introduce uh, Graham and Kayla, uh, this week's guests. Hey. Hey there. <laughs> I'm Kayla. I'm Graham. So Skillshot is a huge empire. Yes. At this point. At this point. We're Why in 10th year. 10th year. Why don't you briefly explain what Skillshot is and then explain the podcast. Which you is go more. ahead. You've been doing okay. it longer than me. Sure. Uh, so Skillshot is Seattle's pinball zine. Uh, that's the shortest way to put it. Uh, it's a... It's a zine that recounts the, uh, the news and gossip of the day uh, for, for the region. Um, five times a year is what we usually aim for. There was talk about going down to four times a year, but there were, we it's pushed back against that. Yeah. So, so on Rides the in the street. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Silver Cars balls overturned. <laughs> thrown in every direction. Cars overturned. Records found underneath <laughs> them. Um, and uh, yeah, so in, in addition to news and gossip, there's always a feature piece like how to play a game or you know, highlighting something else, new rules about something. And then the centerpiece is always, uh, when you fold it out, because it's a big 11 by 17 that folds over a few times, uh, a, <laughs> a pinball list of all the neighborhoods in Seattle and the venues and what games are there. And it is the best and most comprehensive mm -hmm. and most up-to-date pinball list for any major city that I've ever seen. And denotes uh, all ages, places, versus 21 and up. That's oh, right. Wow. We started doing that five years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, which is it was a real bummer when Lather Daddy got rid of their oh, restrictions because yeah. that was always a convenient all ages place. Yeah, uh, and it's just if I can interject, it's uh, we always have it at the record store, and it's people love it, especially people who are visiting from out of town oh, because yeah. mm -hmm. it is also just like even if they're not pinball fanatics, it's like. Well, these bars are like recommended slightly more than if we were just like walking around. There's like, an activity. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's, okay, so yeah, there, there's like, yeah, there's activity. There's like we have more of a reason to go to this bar than just walking down the street just trying to guess by who's mm -hmm. falling out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we also do a podcast for it, so now two years into that, it's Graham. Fifty and I, episodes, 50 I believe. Yeah. Wow. Just released the fiftieth last week. Yeah, thank you very thank much. You. And we have 51 and 52 slated to record tomorrow. That's right. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. Back, 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 back. One's a, um, not in person, one's over Skype, so oh, it's a yeah. little easier to schedule. That's going to be our schedule. third or fourth with somebody outside yeah. of the uh, room. Mm -hmm. So uh, the fanzine comes out five times a year. How often does the podcast, how often is it supposed to come out? I would say for 20 months, it was every other week. Something, yeah. Yeah, and we were really on schedule for every other Wednesday. Mm -hmm. um, and I had some 
you know, crucial life things happen. Graham had some moving to, that he did. and Life got in the way. Yeah, life got in the way. And we just got a little off track. So now it's just kind of at our convenience. And we try to not Absolutely. go more than a, three weeks without putting one out. That's the ideal. I yeah. think we had about a month in May that we didn't do anything. But yeah. other than that, we've never gone more than three weeks without yeah. putting one. Uh, so now let's get back to the, the origin of it. Sure. How So you, you both were kind of like part of the Skillshot family. I've been doing it for almost six years, like a little over six years now, I think, and you're like six and a half. Yes, yeah, probably, uh, I want to say seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just shortly before I got on board. How did the idea of a podcast first come up? We really just had a Skillshot meeting. Where we, you know, I think we do two meetings before the issue comes out, one of planning and one of paste up, because it's all done cut and paste by hand with glue sticks and scissors. And some things done digitally more often now. Um, but we just had a, a meeting together and said, I think Graham floated the idea of a podcast mm-hmm. and I'd been listening to a bunch of them and started getting into listening to more pinball, uh, sanctioned ones. And then we just like Graham and I instantly were on board and everyone else was like, you guys go ahead you have our yeah. blessing, but we don't really want to be a part of it. Yeah. The other, n- none of the other four really wanted to be yeah. a dedicated part of it. Uh, said they would support behind the scenes, but both mm-hmm. Kayla and I were like, yeah, we could do this. We could host this. Mm-hmm. That's no problem. Uh, yeah, I think that meeting we, in particular, not only were we trying to plan the next issue, but we were talking about how to stop losing money at Skillshot. <laughs> and, uh, maybe, you know, possible ideas to expand the brand. Like, yeah. you know, podcast. And, I mean, it should be said that it is completely free. Yes. yes. Uh, and <clears throat> that uh, every issue there's a folding party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where... Uh, You're fed and, and given libations. Yes, yes. Uh, free cheap beer to anyone who's folding paper. It's also very fun mm-hmm. because it's rarely, I think, can, like if you've never been to one before and you weren't even know too many people, rarely is there a situation where you can walk in and sit down at a table mm-hmm. and just start talking to the person next to you because you know that they're there <laughs> yeah. for the same for reason the same. as you and so it's not just right. like it's not just like if you're sitting alone at a bar and somebody hey so uh, how are you doing yeah. <laughs> it's you know there's you know you're, you're already you're both there for the same reason mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. it's a little bit easier to start talking to people so it's really fun absolutely but is the money losing you know it's there's not that. a money game that's yeah. for yeah. sure it's it's a labor of love yeah and that's how I first got involved in Skillshot, too, is that I started going to folding parties. Like, I had known Graham and uh, Brad and Gordon, like, just, you know, they were acquaintances of mine just from seeing the zine around. And then I moved to Seattle from Tacoma in 2011, started going to folding parties to meet more people in the pinball scene, and said, this is really fun. Uh, I floated an idea for an article to Brad, and he's like, well, if you think it's so great, why don't you just go ahead and write it? So <laughs> then that article was well-received, and they brought me on board shortly after. I, I wish that I just had audio of Brad saying that, because yeah. I can hear it in my head, him saying If you it. think it's such a good idea, why don't you write it? Yeah. <laughs> when you're, you're like, okay, we're going to do this podcast, like, what, like, what do you two talk about? Like, I mean, how like how did like planning what it was going to be? That's the number one question I get. Um, yeah, <laughs> me too. Like, how do you talk about something different about pinball? Right. Yeah. Episode after episode, it's like, well, first of all, if you're asking that question, you clearly aren't involved with <laughs> and listening in yeah. the pinball community because there's way too much. To well, no, I, I guess I'm more like the format. Like, oh, sure, yeah. sure. Oh, sorry. Like yeah, the two yeah. of you just talk about like the format. We're not here to attack you, Danny. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's, that that remains to be seen. <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like, we uh, you know, we kick up with our uh, 
opening theme music. Our Marin Open, you know. Yeah, and uh, intros, chit chat, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got. I mean, aside from just trying to hit whatever the major topic is for that given episode, like the last one was a preview for the Northwest Pinball Arcade Show, which is the big annual. Um, Memorial Day weekend roundabout, like the weekend after Memorial Day. Yeah, like yeah. Pinball and Arcade Showcase that happened for the Northwest. It's at, a nerd convention. Yeah, NerdCon. Yeah. Um, oh, was, was, was your first episode, did you have a guest or was it just a Yeah, Kevin year? Burrell. Okay. Uh, talking about Stern's new game, WrestleMania. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, we did a preview of, of that, or not a preview, but a review of that yeah. game. Like the three of us talked about what we took away from it. Kevin talked about strategy on the mm-hmm. game because he's ridiculously good. Yeah, he can pick um, apart a game in no time flat. Yeah, and then like uh, on a good episode, um, I all have prepared a game for us to play. Uh, usually that game is... Name that tune kind of thing. Yeah, name that pin. Mm-hmm. So where I play quick uh, audio bits from a game and uh, and Kayla and our guests wow. try to identify <laughs> It's so much fun. <laughs> have, you, have you kept the score? No, because Graham never gets to play, so yeah, it's not fair to I'm keep the score. Well, I mean, it's like, I mean, just you getting oh, Kayla versus guest. I yeah. think I only oh, missed it once, besides the last time when you did, like, a medley of different games. Oh, yeah, I kind of threw missed a, a yeah. crazy thing at her a couple episodes ago. Yeah, but, but um, our episode with Ed Roberts, Robinson, Robertson from Bare Naked Ladies, uh, he was just gloating in my face that I couldn't get it by, like, sound five. <laughs> yeah, <but> usually... <laughs> Usually Kayla is the old pro at the game. Yeah, I'm usually like sound one or two. Uh, so what was the first uh, time that you, like, or when did you know that you were really in, getting into pinball? Uh, when I was like, I started making a list of it in Tacoma too. Like once I saw Skillshot, I was like, yeah. oh, well, I, because really I had gone, I was fed up with my job and I quit my, my stupid warehouse job at Goodwill um, and went traveling by train for two months on savings that I had built up. And then uh, when I got back, my roommates and my boyfriend at the time were super into pinball. Like, we already had arcade machines, and we already had, like, video games, whatever. Um, They're like, yeah, we found pinball in bars. And then we started doing our laundry across the street from Hell's Kitchen, Tacoma, that had five games. So every Tuesday night, we had, like, a ritual of, like, playing games while our laundry's in the dryer. And then walking home with, like, stumbling back. Um, But then also just, like, I go to a lot of local shows by myself, and if I don't have anyone to talk to, pinball is a saving grace. I I, I swear to God, I think it's either the second or third episode of this podcast, so going back years, I was talking about going to a show when they used to do shows at the Narwhal, Mm -hmm. and I said I love it when they do shows there, because if I show up early, if I go by myself in between bands, instead of, like, just standing there with a beer being like, (laughs) How do right. I not know anyone at this show? Why is everyone like wearing braces? Am I that old? I can just ignore all that shit and yeah, go play yeah. pinball. Yeah, I've definitely had that at the Kraken several times when yeah. like I start playing a game and I'm doing really well and then the band, the band starts. starts like, and then like more important in between the songs, someone's like, Are someone playing pinball over there? Like uh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm just so, too good. So speaking of that, what, what do you think of the games at the Funhouse? Oh, I was just there uh, two nights ago, so they're they're fine. I played Funhouse Funhouse. at the Funhouse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, It's Shorty's games. They're fine. I wish there was a better selection. There's only the three. Yeah, they're okay. So you said you got in the Skillshot Tacoma. How far out does like Skillshot reach to you? That's a pretty good question. Well, not not as far as our AM band. Let me just (laughs) put that down right now. We do have subscriptions like nationwide. There's a couple people that um, have a monthly, you know, like a bi-monthly subscription, and Gordon sends those out in the mail um, each issue. 
But yeah, I was already just like into pinball and Gordon and Brad had come to Tacoma for like a pinball field trip and then I ran into him. I was like, hey, you're the Skillshot guys, aren't you? And then we started a relationship that way. Yeah, and uh, every once in a while, like especially if there's a big event going on in Portland or elsewhere, mm-hmm. like we'll have folks bring a bunch of a bunch of copies. Or, yeah, like, like I'm taking them to San Francisco or Pittsburgh yeah. for. I, anytime I go on a trip, I bring skill shots with me and yeah. drop them off at pinball places. I'll, I'll do that too. Just mm-hmm. like stuff a couple in my bag and leave them in some random town where yeah. I found pinball. What's the weird? Oh. And what's the weirdest place you've seen a skill shot? Have you seen Ooh. them any weird places? Like you're like, how did this get here? Oh, I wish I had more stories of that. <laughs> yeah. I bet Brad and Gordon will have great stories like that. But I don't. I think did. I'm... Okay, here's something that's interesting. I took out. I checked out a book from the Seattle Public Library about pinball, and there is a skill shot sticker in the as a bookmark. That's that's, that's pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome yeah. <laughs> uh, the best thing I've ever found in the library book was the beginning pages to a short story about oh. an alien abduc- abduction mm-hmm. handwritten handwritten yes. in pencil like in and <laughs> like on uh, like ru- you know ruler paper and the date that it was supposed to have had happened was my birthday oh no, oh, no. <laughs> was it really did you keep that's it that's so Tell cool me you kept i kept it it's okay, so good. it's somewhere in my room <laughs> uh, that's but, amazing but what sucked was that the story like it didn't end like the person stopped writing it Mm. And they it obviously had it planned out because it was like it was about like four pages. And, and it, have you continued it? Oh you, no! You need to continue the story. <laughs> yeah, and then like put it in another library. Yeah, yeah, another library book. Oh, man, exquisite corpse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what was it like the first time you heard your voice uh, being played back to you on your podcast? I mean, I'm I'm a person of you know. Before voicemails, we had uh, answering machines, so oh, I'm yeah. used to oh, that. Oh, so yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was fine with me. I had no issues with it. The first time that it, you know, Graham made a really yeah. funny face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a memory of me having a problem? No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> I was I like, don't. okay, maybe I'm telling you a bad story. No, it's fine. Um, but there was two years ago at the Northwest Pinball Show, um, someone mm, came. Yeah. I was playing NBA Fast Break, and these two guys were like. Hey, I recognize your voice. Don't you do a podcast? And I was like, Yes, and I, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. So instantly embarrassed. There was a lot of that going on on that show. Like yeah. I remember being in the elevator at the hotel across the street, and at, at the end of it, they turned around. It's like, Oh, that's how I know your voice. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is the only like... place in the universe where we're kind of celebrities. Right. Yeah. With pinball yeah. arcade show. Ever <laughs> thought about doing an autograph table? That would be great. S- signing people's uh, devices, their yeah. phones. But only their by their voice. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> it has to be an uh, audio. Like their MP3 player. Oh, you leave like a Like a personalized message. message. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, hey, this is Graham and Kayla from the Skillshop Pincast, and we'd like to say hello to Jason. <laughs> uh, Graham, I mean, you did music, so you probably had already heard your voice. Yeah, and I also, I did theater for a lot of years. and um, like, Isn't I, theater live? So <laughs> sometimes you find yourself being asked to do other things. Did you do one of those like broadcasts where it's like in movie theaters, like AMC movie theaters? Uh, I no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was live across the nation. No, uh, I, I I've had to record a couple things with music, and uh, which is way more nerve wracking than just hearing myself talk, in my opinion. Um, and also, I've so so I've been involved with theater. Uh, I did some promo for a play that I was in once on the radio and then like getting in your car and hearing that played yeah. as you're driving away is real weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I've, I've done some political work, uh, including locally and a friend of mine who started his own like independent like polling outfit oh. uh, used, uh, asked me to 
record questions for him because it's an automated polling thing. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I, not to toot my own horn too much, but I'm going to go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> he had the highest... Um, Response rate? Yes, with awesome. my voice than anybody else, including I beat out a uh, local NPR. Uh, oh, nice. Host, oh, wow. So, so I kept on recording for him. So I've, I've heard my voice a little too much uh, recorded and then mm -hmm. had to like say, here's what's wrong with it and record it over and over again. Wow. So and I just don't listen to our podcast. Yeah. So that that's the end of that. <laughs> I, I in the early days uh, I didn't, but then uh, I started editing it. Yeah. So now mm -hmm. it's like, oh God, I hear everything. And we try yeah. to edit it as little as possible. Yeah, that's we, another well, thing you, about our format. You, yeah. You because so I was on your podcast yes. and I was like really impressed because you two keep it going like very well and it's like Danny, you're really sloppy. I know. I know. It's awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, we, it wasn't the like that. station managers <laughs> say that in every performance I, I, review. I know, every performance review. <laughs> it wasn't like that in the beginning, though. We definitely, like, had, like, Graham would send me the audio file and be like, is there anything that you found in this that yeah. you would take out? For the first and few it, episodes, we both listened through yeah. the whole way. And, and it got to be too time-consuming and sucked the fun out of it. So, yeah. like, I don't know. Uh, so, back to, like, towards the beginning, so did you both just say, like, hey, we're going to do, like, a straight-up podcast that like, you weren't, like, gonna like try to do anything wacky or like yeah. do anything like like wait okay let me ask okay, let me ask this the way what were the ideas that you two brainstormed that you're like mm -hmm. nah that's not a good idea i don't Is know how anything? much of that there was like really? i i had the the game idea pretty early on yeah. like maybe yeah i had the game idea oh, this, we is, the, talk this is the second time you've tried to steal my right. game <laughs> there have been ideas for games and i implemented yes. them yes and have continued to implement them <laughs> but if kayla would like the credit for the game no it's all right i will try to remember next time it doesn't kayla hurt my feelings i just think it's funny <laughs> um have in the 50 episodes have you ever done a very special episode we should. What do you mean by very special? Something out of the ordinary. Yeah, we hmm. or maybe grappling with a more serious like a topic. Episode uh, or a bottle episode or a best of. Uh, I consider it a best. Suck. Yeah. I, no. I, can, I no. mean every every episode. <laughs> no, no, also, no, every no episode shows. is a bottle episode when you're on a podcast because you're just yeah. all in a room talking. Yeah. And that's yeah. What a bottle but no clip shows. No clip shows. Yeah, like yeah. best of episodes. Even my favorite podcasts when they do because they're like. I don't listen to. Wait, wait! Don't tell me when they do it. I'm like, oh, skip. God. Best of my job. Yeah. Not my job. Not my interest. Not my interest. Uh, and I think I think I guess they're like they have to because they probably signed up with advertisers to mm -hmm. do so many episodes mm -hmm. and so like they can't just like not do it. Yeah. But they want to get people to like Memorial Day weekend. Off. I don't know. Sure. And that's the other thing though. Like it's not for like with our situation when we're our own editors, we're not giving anybody time off right. for that. It's actually yeah. more work for a best yeah. of episode. Mm -hmm. But anyway. But no. we, we have done crossover episodes. Yes. So we've done where we meet up with another podcast. Like, like NCIS. Um, I believe you. <laughs> I'm not sure the reference. I just, could, don't like TV shows do that where there's like a crime and like Law oh. and Order, NCIS, <laughs> and CSI are all like trying to solve it. Uh, like a Marvel it. Universe. Yeah. Or that one yeah. week out of the year where the uh, comic strip uh, artists oh, come sure. oh, yeah. right, do their other, you know, yeah. Yeah. they write bad jokes for yeah. somebody else's comic strip instead. <laughs> or there, there's, you know, there's one, because I used to read the comics every day. Like I was really into it. And there's one time where like four of them all basically did the same joke oh. and because they've gotten together like let's all just do the same joke yeah. and, like because we can do that i would be a lot more into comics today if that was always happening 
Like if, if you just opened up a comic, like the page in the newspaper, and every single comic strip was a slight variation on the exact same joke. That's, that's great. <laughs> no, I. That's how, how do you keep that going for that long, though? I, yeah, it would take. A <laughs> People would get yeah out of that real fast, but. Uh, but so you've never done like a live episode where you've like you're like you've gone to a tournament and just like. No. We, we did do a recording in the elevator for the Northwest show that never made it to the air. Yeah. Mm. Um, Didn't work out well. It was more just... Ele- elevator confessions. <laughs> <laughs> and you would just interview whoever would walk into oh, the Oh, that would be... Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. That's actually not a bad idea for a podcast. Like, just riding at, like, like whatever the tallest building is yeah. that doesn't have an elevator <laughs> operator. Um, we could both dress like David as pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> find a good elevator. <laughs> we, I mean, we've uh, almost every single episode, there's only been one, I think, that wasn't done at wherever right. I was living at the time. Yeah, that was at the 8 bit in Renton. Yeah. Where we interviewed the Sarah Bernick ladies. <laughs> uh, how, how did that come about? Um, so there's a couple of like pinball message boards. Like, there's Pinside, which I don't use anymore because, like, a lot of the. A lot of the people on that are a little problematic, and we don't get along that well. So, um, so I I knew he was on that because he, Bernie Gladys had just released an album called Silver Ball that was very pinball themed. Um, so I was like, wait a second, this guy likes pinball. And then I had been listening to a lot of the other podcasts about pinball around the nation, and he'd been on a few of them. So I knew he was open to the idea. And so then I spent maybe a week just like, stalking. Yeah. Well, I didn't know who he was. He's, his his uh, identity is anonymous on the message board. He won't say who he is. But I saw, I like kept searching, did a little research, and found that there were people on there that alluded to knowing who, which one he was or having contact with him. So I said, hey, would you mind um, just shooting this information to him? Like, I see that he's going to be in Seattle in two weeks in Marymore Park. Um, I'd love to have him on the podcast. And then, like, we were at a skill shot meeting. And yeah, it was a bowling party. It was on a Sunday night. Yeah, it was a pay step. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah I, I do that all the time. Sorry, yeah. it's not a pay step. Not a What's funny is I knew what you meant. Yeah, but then when she corrected yeah. you, I was like, "Wait, he did say that wrong." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Graham was talking about another musician guest that we had on that same time that Graham actually interviewed independently of me, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I was like, "Shh, hold the phone. Like, I need you to like stop talking about things because we're getting Ed Robertson." And he's like, "This is awesome." So yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. It was serendipitous, just having two musicians traveling through town within this, a few days of each other. Mm-hmm. So we're just, we'll just make it a mega episode. So the other guy uh, is an uh, Australian uh, folk singer-songwriter named Darren Hanlon. And uh, he... Melbourne, I think, is where he's from? I don't know. That maybe not. Yeah. Or, um, anyway, so he, was, he just happened to be touring through the Northwest, and uh, Andrew, uh, who works on Skillshot with us, uh, had met him... Uh, through a mutual friend at a, I think a tournament a mm-hmm. year or two prior and just happened to know he was touring through so I reached out and he was like yeah of course so and so that one you recorded at Columbia City Theater mm-hmm. so those were our two off-site interviews yeah just for the same episode two different people well and then that's not fair either I guess because I also went to Wales two years ago and oh, was yeah. at a pinball factory and oh uh, holy shit wait okay wait hold I, on i say factory with air quotes around it so don't get too excited about it so it's just like two guys and some <laughs> raw metal there's all of the machinery there to facilitate building a machine oh, they cool. were in very pre-pre-production when i was there so it wasn't like assembly line it wasn't like Willy Wonka. yeah no pinball. right okay. <laughs> but there was the uk pinball party happening then i had just planned my first trip to europe and like i was planning on staying in london in a few days 
found out that in Wales there was this UK pinball party and was like, well, I'm going to find a way there instead. Um, is is uh, like all the like the, the jargon and slang about pinball the same? Or? It's really a lot the same, okay, yeah. But it... I did make a lot of jokes of them putting a lot of English on the ball. Oh, <laughs> ah, I do like the puns. <laughs> so they're like, oh. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. But yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, and then so they, I recorded every live tour or and speaking engagement that they had there and then just cherry pick some things to highlight in that trip. So it was just a episode of me like, you know, trailblazing across Europe and finding pinball here and there and not finding pinball here and there. And then little like snippets of live speaking uh, engagements and, and like tours for the factory. Uh, speaking of uh, finding pinball and not finding pinball, uh, Graham, what's going on in Detroit? Very little. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was in Detroit like nine days ago. Uh, cool city. Um, it is pretty empty. Um, it's pretty empty, and I did find exactly one pinball game, and I couldn't play it because it couldn't find its own balls. It didn't seem to care. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no pinball. No, no pinball, pinball going on. Right. No. Oh, wow. And when I asked people, uh, like, before my trip, like, hey, you know Detroit? You know pinball? Like, mm -hmm. anywhere for me to go? And everybody recommended places that were out in the suburbs, like metro oh, area man. at best. So, I don't know. It's a cool city. Um, big, empty roads, light traffic, easy to bike. Um, no pinball. <laughs> so, what do you think of video game versions of pinball? Like, just the virtual pins? Yeah. yeah. We did a whole episode on them. They're fine. I mean, they're what, good. What number episode is that? Uh, 23. <laughs> sure. Yeah, 23. Somewhere around there. <laughs> Go listen to episode 23, and if it's not that, yeah, just keep right going. Yeah, right into it. <laughs> Don't you wish you had, like, encyclopedic knowledge of your own, like... Some of them I do. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't play much virtual pinball. Like, I got a um, there's a there's one company called Pinball Arcade that for like what mm -hmm. four years now has been um, replicating real life pinball machines and uh, putting them out for mm -hmm. you know iPhone, Android computers, Steam, PS4, and all like that, yeah, whatever. Um, and th it's pretty impressive, and yeah. I've, I've played it a little bit. I had I it on my... I think the physics are weird sometimes, but they're pretty spot on for the most part. It's about as good as you're going to get, but it just never feels mm -hmm. the same. Like, one of the best things about pinball is having it, like, this actual tactile thing yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in your hands. But what I'm going to uh, say this, and I'm going to bring it up when we record tomorrow, too, but I played okay. this game called Lexi Lightspeed. That's, oh, yeah. um, it's a company called Multimorphic, and they have this um, kind of like mousetraps or excite bike kind of way of doing things where you can everything's modular and you can just put whatever thing in there that you want to build up like physical parts of the game but the rest of it the play field is just a digital screen so it's like you're building your own pinball machine yes oh so you can say i can want you make it this really kind of ramp like a mile like what <laughs> you can like does it have like the same you know, same dimension okay yeah. it'd be funny you know, like a four mile long <laughs> pinball machine keep on tacking yeah, exactly. like Legos. Yeah, yeah right but the the play field itself is a screen that changes as you hit shots and there's like a like the when the ball would trail in front of you, there was this uh, cloud of smoke that went with it. To like, there's little laser sensors underneath the play field that would like trail the smoke behind the ball as it shot up into a ramp, and that huh. looks so cool. But yeah. yeah, that's pretty rad. I did not play it at the show, but I there was always a line. I yeah, I waited in too many other lines at the mm -hmm. show. 
But uh, that's still different though because you you actually have physical flippers. Right. It's have, very interactive. Uh, silver balls. Yeah. yeah. That's what I imagine would be the biggest difference is not having like the response. I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure of every single one is different too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like digitally, everything's the same response. But like when the Wii did that Williams pinball collection, your like Wii mote, right? You could sh- shake it to like nudge the machine, so you had a little bit of physicality to it. Yeah. But that's yeah. I want it to be tactile, and I want it to be something that can manipulate physically. So, what is the most disappointing pinball machine? Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer. I don't know if it's exactly my answer, but that's like top five worst pinball. <laughs> it's like a that's, crappy game, yeah. and it's like gross to look at. Yeah, that's right. maybe the worst. I mean, part. you have to spin a person. You know. A, 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 <laughs> Like, instead of there being a spinner, it's Vern Troyer that you spin. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I asked Danny the same question, what the worst movie was just the other day, and he said Austin Powers. Oh, really? No, really? <laughs> that's not, that's not <laughs> even <laughs> But which one? Let's specify. <laughs> All of them. Good point. Good yeah. Because <laughs> you're really going to say the first one's worse than a... Gold member? Gold member, Yeah. Fuck those movies. <laughs> <laughs> see? Uh, that guy, see? Yeah. No, see, Mike Myers pisses me off the most because of the cat in the hat. Sure. Because <laughs> the cat in the hat, the book is a fun children's Classic. book. I fucking I'm love sure. Dr. Seuss. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Seuss like great. invented his own yeah. way of communication. Sure. And the best way for that to exist is with like an adult reading to a child. Yeah. And then like the cat in the hat there's like weird sex jokes is there yeah there's I saw the trailer once and there's a thing where like he picks up like a frame photograph of the mom and then it falls down like a like a Playboy centerfold and he's like a wooga wooga why like what the fuck this is supposed (laughs) like what fuck you yeah (laughs) so anyways yeah fuck my inappropriate yeah uh, Wayne's World still is pretty funny. Yeah, Wayne's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. He'll always have that. He'll, um, <laughs> are there any live action uh, Dr. Seuss adaptations no. that aren't terrible? No. 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 Yeah, no. it's not meant to be live action. No. Because there are really other books not. that are like. You know, I felt like The Grinch was okay. Oh, I no, hate fuck that. I hate that. I did not so watch much. it. Okay, I've only saw it once. Yeah. Oh my but gosh. Maybe it is terrible. But they're, they're also like 20 page children's books, thus. A right. full feature movie, an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, uh, by definition, like eighty-five to ninety percent is most padding. like extreme people to act these parts too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Mike Myers, like Jim Carrey being just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just stay away from that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are the worst pinjuries that uh, you've gotten or someone you've known have gotten? We have a double-part episode on this. Yeah, we really? do. Yeah, we know. <laughs> that's, 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 that's why I started off. Is it episode 24 and 25? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, wait, actually, hold on. So I after you listen to Virtual Pinball, keep <laughs> just keep pinchers. listening. Yeah. Let me see. It's 33, 34. Okay. No, it's, it's actually 45 oh, okay. is number two. Oh, Wow. Yeah, I don't know what number oh, one. Oh, so that was a lot more uh, recent. That than was, was that was probably the one where I played. Uh, That's yeah. Fireside. Uh, okay, well, so noises. say some pinjuries. I just get elbow pain. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say the same thing for me. Uh, just a lot of elbow pain. Sometimes I'll I'll little fuck wrist up my joints. Wrists. Yeah. yeah. So you're uh, like tennis players. You don't even right. know what it's like. Exactly. You're, you're <laughs> jamming at this, you know, humongous contraction. Three hundred pound machine, like yeah. fifty. Yeah. And the um, better you are, the more likely you are to. Get a pinjury. Yeah, uh, that, arguably so. I, I don't know if you can really say that there's excellent technique to have. Like, right. I certainly don't adjust for. Like, I would say the, the quantity that you play, the more likely it is. So. 
there are incidental things that come up. I, yeah. I you, you'll probably uh, be better recalling actual stories, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I'll do this, and I know other people will too. Like, you, you get into it, and you start having like involuntary spasms elsewhere in your body. <laughs> like, you'll, you'll do one of those donkey kicks like back, and maybe you kick somebody, and somebody else gets a pinjury from your butt. I kicked Tommy uh, Floyd on Saturday by accident. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I had I always had this like joke going through my head where it's like like an old man and he was like every time I think someone's calling around his cell phone it turns out to be a leg spasm. Like a leg spasm. It's not close to a vibrating. It's a vibrating cell phone. Sure. Yeah. So now you two had a bit of a competition going. Oh yeah. Do you want to say the genesis and who won? But I think Graham uh, gave he just, a spoiler alert. Yeah, I think he gave yeah. Tipped yeah. his hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, that uh, that competition is based off of uh, a competition that Brad and Gordon mm -hmm. started. Yeah. So you, like a hundred games. Yeah. Hundred game equation is what. Yeah, they call it. Um, so when you chat with them, you'll have to pick their brain about it because they've had multiple. Yeah. Well, that means them coming on the fucking show. Which yeah. They, well, they were supposed to come on before First, you two. Yeah. <laughs> Well, some of I'm us are busy. proactive about making I'm podcast busy. schedules happen. Yeah. Um, Maybe we're, we're recording out with them on the 18th. Just take the day off and show up. With the yeah. Podcast. Oh, show ambush them. Yeah. Ambush reporting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't remember the uh, the actual ratio. I've kind of buried it in the you back of my brain. You lost by nine, I think. Nine? Was it only nine? Yeah. He doesn't remember because I, he I lost. Thought it was that ten I, or eleven? I think nine it was like. Bad. I, yeah, no. I think it was at least 11 because I feel yeah, like it you was ended lose double. Yeah, you to lose by 100 games. Yeah. That's not very bad. That's a yeah. really close. We had yeah. a lot of like neck and necks and then... So we did yeah. you go through all 100 or when it was obvious that there's oh, no, no way... Oh, no, we played you... all 100. Yeah, we went straight to 100. So yeah. even though when you knew that you couldn't win, yeah. you kept playing. We let the right. bartender choose our 100th game for us. That's what, right. What yeah. was it? Robocop. Where was it at? I believe so, yes. ding ding. Yeah, Travis Mish. Yeah. I would say probably about half or more of our games were at Flip Flip Ding Ding. Uh, down in Georgetown. I think it was like 20% cool. at Jeff's house because they were on free play. That's true. We got yeah. a lot done there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe not 20%. Because that would be 20 40, games. Or, yeah. 20 <laughs> games. <laughs> right. <laughs> Math checks out. Mm. <laughs> wait, wait. We'll have our lawyers looking. What are, what are your, what's your go-to spot for pinball? Like just. I go to flip flip a lot. It's flip a 10-minute walk from my place. Mm. It's. Is that why integrate. it is, or just you like the games? Like, it's too? a combination. There, mm -hmm. like good space, good people, good games, like close. Yeah, I, I used to live in Shorties, um, and that it's been a while since then. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't, I don't know. Like I'm just not as regular about getting out and playing as I used to. Um, but Flip Flip probably is where I end up uh, playing more often than not. Mm -hmm. uh, Full Tilt in Columbia City because it's just up the road from my place. Mm -hmm. That's a uh, pretty common. I and do really like Adaball though, and I yeah. go once a month at least. Yeah, yeah I'm up at mm -hmm. uh, Adaball a lot too. I run a tournament there once a month for women only oh, the first Thursday. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are just so what's many. The name? Babes in Finland. And when's the next one? The first Thursday of next month. <laughs> so that will be uh, July 6th. Sec okay, 6th. July 6th. Skillshot Podcast. That was the easy decision. Like, pin what cast. to name the podcast? Pincast. Pin yeah, the Skillshot Pincast. <laughs> okay. That's the easy decision. Sure. How'd you pick your theme song? Well, uh, we didn't have a clear plan, but at that point it was just kind of wide open. And uh, I had a, okay, so this is where I turned to. 
I had some sort of compilation. I don't even know where I found it um, on my computer called Hot Pinball Rock. Well, I believe you probably two. downloaded it illegally. Oh, yes. <laughs> Almost certainly. But where? <laughs> but where? Um, Hot Pinball Rock Volume 2, I want to say. It's, wait, 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 wait. It's called Hot Pinball Rock Volume 2? That's right. So there's a Volume 1 out there that is probably better than Volume uh, 2. But, I don't know, because my take on sequels is they're always better because they know it works and they just it make it, they just, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. just turn it, it up to 11. They crank it up. <laughs> not, not bad. Um, yeah, and uh, so I, I uh, kind of flipped through some songs on there and stumbled upon this uh, one, I believe it's called Tilt. By The Real Pills. By The Real Pills. And uh, we tra tried to track down the band. Um, we, we just went ahead and used it for our first episode. It's We're better like, to ask for permission later. Or, or uh, ask forgiveness, for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I, I saw someone in a copyright lawsuit uh, say that to a judge. Yeah, hey, yeah, oh, no. You ask for forgiveness, not permission. Am I right, judge? The contrary... <laughs> Yeah, the part that we're going to clear on is that we don't make any money for this. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, it was kind of easy to say for Yet. our first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. And isn't there a Patreon? There is a Patreon. And, and that goes right back seen... into it. Yeah. Yeah. But neither Kayla nor I have seen it done yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah. The only money I put into it was for stickers and buttons, and I was reimbursed by Gordon via our Patreon. So, like, I got no profit on top of that. So. Can people flag we want this for the Pincast? On Patreon? We haven't talked about that. No, there's a uh, listeners. Uh, so wait, wait. How do you find the How do you find the Patreon? What's it? What's the title? Patreon.com slash Skillshot Seattle, maybe. Or yeah, Skillshot yeah. or Skillshot Seattle. Just search. search. Just search. Yeah. Two words. Uh, if you have, if you're not already donating to them on uh, Patreon, start donating and say in the comments or that you want to go straight to the podcast. That's right. <laughs> you want it to line Kayla and Graham's pockets. Um, yeah. So. So you know, we just went ahead for the first uh, for the first episode and said, "Who's going to care?" Mm -hmm. um, and I just grabbed a snippet, you know, 10, 15 seconds. That it's, it's great. It's like, really it's, good. It, yeah, it's fun. It's bouncy. I mm -hmm. like it. Yeah, yeah. And, it's and, it, and what's it great? Clearly is, about pinball. And what's great is when I was on it. Graham, you started playing it. You kind of dance. Yeah. You kind of like dance. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's good because like, I was like, this is fun. This is gonna be yeah. fun. It's it's gotten to the point where it's like tradition. So even yeah. if I don't feel like it, I just do it anyway. Yeah, because at this point, I've seen <laughs> Graham air drum that fill a hundred times. And she would think something is deeply wrong if I didn't. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we uh, we had a bit of a hard time tracking down the band because we did want permission if we were just. Graham gonna... says we when he means I. I had nothing to do with it. It's all Graham. <laughs> well, you know, it's a joint venture, but yeah. thank you. Uh -huh. um, it seems like you're making a legal loophole. Yeah, so I really just wanted to give credit where it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another band called The Pills that was out of Boston, and they, not the real pills. No, not the real pills. Real. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. So I figured out pretty quickly that uh, well, because they were also just called The Pills on the compilation. So I found oh. these other pills and listened to them. It's like, this is not the same band. I, I love the idea of you Googling <coughs> pills. <laughs> right? And then not yeah, about yeah. pills. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I eventually found them because they started going by the real pills because they ran into the other pills out there. And uh, they were a punk band out of Portland that was defunct for a while. And after oh, a lot of scouring and stalking on Facebook, I found their old drummer got uh, chatted with him, he talked to the bandmate or two, and they were like, yeah, just go for it, keep mm -hmm. using it. So that's good enough for us. Uh, but so I was gonna ask, let's say Universal Studios buys the rights to the Skillshot Pincast. Who mm -hmm. 
Who is going to play each of you in the movie? We talked about this on one episode, didn't we? Oh, probably. Who did I say? I always fail at this question. Yeah, I, I freeze do too. Up. I, I, was, can... I was even like trying to like prep myself for it before I got here. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Um... So, you, I mean, because this, this question, like the, the origin of it was me and friends talking about how annoyed we are when people say, you know who you look like. Yeah. Sure. So do you ever get and you know who you look like? I have, but none of them. Well, are what are? Okay, that's that's what I want to hear. That's All right, what I hear. so okay. I haven't gotten one that I can recall for a while. Uh, but when I was like in my early twenties and late teens, I got a couple that don't even like apply at all. Like one person was like, "Oh, you look like Shaggy from Scooby Doo." That's because <laughs> yeah. I was a Shaggy asshole. Yeah. And uh, and somebody else, I, I dyed my hair black and had black rimmed glasses and. They're like, you look like that MTV VJ, Gideon something or other. Gideon's know. Bible? Gide- yeah, yeah, Gideon's Bible. And I was like, all right, sure. And I don't look like that guy at all. But like, I, I, I guess I, I don't know. I guess I have a look that people project onto easily. So I, I'd rather not take the vanity route. I'm not going to go for a Ryan Gosling or You anything. look like that guy from Portlandia. Fred Armisen? No, I'm just kidding. Like every, like, everyone has on the glasses. show. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, Fred Armisen can play me. But I just, I'm just going to, you know, take a swing and have somebody just super cool play me and love John yeah. C. Ryan. Or not Chris cool. Pratt, maybe? John C. Yeah. I'll, I mean, that's, that's pretty flattering. There you go. I would take that. And he's got Northwest Roots, too, which well, is you're nice. about to say John C. Riley. Yeah, I want John C. Riley yeah, to play me. Fred's here, right? <laughs> and he has played pinball with that. Nicole at Shorty's. That's right. Yeah. Really? Wait, wait, what is this? John C. Riley had a show at the Paramount, and he went to Shorty's afterwards and played pinball with Nicole. Cool. And incidentally, when you asked us when we were how we first got into pinball, I did not answer that question. Oh, oh and, sure. And yeah. my uh, that's that's how I got into pinball was our John friend Nicole. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. John, when I heard he was into it, I was like, it's good enough that's, for me. That's good. <laughs> Sign me up. Sir. John C. Riley likes the pinball. <laughs> but uh, no, our friend Nicole, uh, she, she's a college friend of mine, and I, mo- I moved away from Seattle for a few months, um, just doing some work around the country, and came back late 2008 met up with Nicole in Belltown. She took me to Shorty's and I was like, oh, pinball's dumb. And she's like, pinball is not dumb and let me show you. And that night I was forever that's changed. Right. That's the fucking beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is. What's really Which funny is why John C. Riley should play the yeah. part. Absolutely. Yeah. Because <laughs> it comes from it. And what's actually funny is like Graham and I graduated from the same college the same year but didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, we both graduated at Evergreen in 2006. Oh, so. Wow. Yeah. Later on in our friendship, I was like, hey, there's your name near my name in our commencement book. Fancy yeah. that. <laughs> Dane and I worked for the same record store and didn't know each other. Oh, crazy. Well, well, that's because I actually avoided you. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's too cool for me. The person that I, the only thing that person that I know who looks like me is when I was living and working in LA, a coworker said, have you seen this book, Mortified, which is like a collection of, um, teenage diaries that people either find or submit to and it's just a you know hardbound book that's um sub- snippets of people's diaries that yeah. they say okay go for it and my coworker's like this girl looks like you as if you were 12 years old and i said actually i have a picture of me when i was 12 that looks exactly like that <laughs> and i brought it in with it side by side and she's like jesus christ <laughs> the movie has been cast yeah <laughs> So let's be let's be serious for a second. Where is like if, if you could recommend only one place in Seattle to get coffee at, where oh. would you recommend? Coffee. Coffee. Oh shit. I like All City in Georgetown. I think oh. it's great. Yeah. All City Coffee. 
They have delicious croissants there. It's so anytime. So except for when I met you two, ninety-eight mm-hmm. percent <laughs> uh, of the time that I'm going to Georgetown is because there's an event at Fan at Graphics, Georgetown Records. Yeah. yeah. And I, right. I already, I go whatever my transportation is. I on the way. I'm like, mm-hmm. can't wait to go there and get coffee. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. It's great. Very tasty. It's a very nice room. I like uh, a um, a cold brew coffee, and that one already has a, an extra shot in it. So I did not know that. Yeah. I've never had cold brew. The so, next time I will go there, I yeah. will get the cold brew. Uh, well, I'm going to also go local then. Uh, one of, I think the closest coffee shop to my house is a place called Cafe Avol. Uh, it is. Oh wait, say that again. Cafe Avol, Avol, A V O L E. Oh. It's wow. a like an Ethiopian coffee shop. Mm. It's, yeah, it's a young guy. Wow. Like he's 29, I think. That he he uh, saved up as much money as he could working a parking lot uh, attendant or parking lot security job, and then wow. like got this space along Rainier Avenue, opened up his own coffee shop. They, you know, make make some of them the traditional uh, Ethiopian way. There's like a yeah. word pot thing, and uh, they've got awesome food. Uh, there's a dish called a ful, which is F-U-L, that is like this really hearty, awesome, rich. Because that's how you beef. feel after you eat it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that, I thought more like I thought you were like F-U-L. F-U-L. <laughs> um, yeah, that that thing is. Awesome. Uh, they've got great like flatbread panini type sandwiches as well. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, like fairly acidic but really good coffee. Um, you know, you have injari? Most. Uh, no, it's, no, there's no injera. Um, injera, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, no, not like traditionally Ethiopian cuisine gotcha. so much, but Just except Ethiopian for the full. But, uh, heritage run, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's a cool little shop. Uh, people that work there are so super friendly. I think it's cool how like he. Just like built it bootstraps, up and made it happen. Yeah. Bootstraps mm-hmm. very much yeah. so, and yeah, awesome. very few people know about it. So Cafe of All. Do uh, do they play Ethiopian music? Um, I don't think I've heard any of okay. their. Okay, uh, hear shit then. So uh, I uh, so uh, me me I still work there. Sam quit, but uh, <laughs> we used to work at the same restaurant on Broadway, and for a while, like for a while, all of us who worked there really enjoyed listening to Ethiopian music, and we have speakers outside the store. And what's funny is that almost, not every time, but seriously, like 80% of the time, anytime I play Ethiopian music, someone from e- someone with e- Ethiopian heritage or an immigrant from Ethiopia would walk in the store and be like, how do you know about this? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Why are you playing this? Without yeah. fail, yeah. Without every fail. Like, like, would play it's, it. It's, seriously, it's like almost without it fail. just walk in. And they're so happy. (laughs) And once there was a woman who she was like, I'm going to call my dad standing underneath the speaker because he won't believe that you're playing this. But then they get bummed out because they see we're playing records and like they only have like CDs. They want to buy it, but like they don't have a record player. And, uh, Cool. The last time Danny and I DJed together, it was funny. Yeah. We both brought the same compilation, yeah. Yeah. and we were both going to. I, he played it first, and I was like, I was going to play the exact same song. <laughs> so, so that's actually my. So it happens at the Rexer all the time. When I DJ, almost every time, probably every time I DJ, I play at least one Ethiopian song, like maybe like four. I really want someone to come in the bar and be like, "How do you know? How do you know?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that that has not happened yet. Oh. Well, going back to the coffee shop thing. Hey, Sam, where do you like to get coffee? You know, my favorite place. Actually, you know what? I'm looking at the clock and we are out of time. Uh, yeah, the next show needs the studio. 
So I want to thank our guests, uh, Graham and Kayla. I want to thank You're Sam welcome. for co-hosting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when is the next big event? We talked about... Uh, We're doing a pinball circus. Yeah, actually oh, at the yeah. Narwhal, which you mentioned earlier. And, yeah. Uh, for a 10 year anniversary. Yeah, Kayla, tell them about it for a second. Um, so we have, there's a number of musicians involved in the local pinball scene that have offered up their... Fucking Black Breath. Well, Black Breath, yeah. Wow. So good. Um, I have a story about them not showing up to a show in Steamboat Island that was actually really good. Uh, but um, they, otherwise, seeing them is so worth it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be Mad Hatters, I think, or... Um, Sleeping Planet. Sleeping Planet. There's a lot, like Jason Hatch and Hannah Holmberg do a lot of music in the pinball scene. And they'll do shows at Adabong on the patio often. Yeah. Beverly Crusher, too. Yeah, and, um, and so... Wait, wait, so when is this show happening? This is July Tuesday, 10th? Tuesday, July 25th is, 25th. What, is what I have. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> uh, I trust him because he's looking at his he phone. He is looking at his phone. <laughs> you know, if this information is wrong, then... Uh, wait, is that, that a Google calendar? Wrong. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so it's July 22nd? 25th. July 25th. Tuesday, July 25th. Tuesday, July 25th at Narwhal? At yeah. Narwhal. So there will be yeah. shows. Um, we'll have some other fun stuff going probably on. Maybe a tournament. Or, or yeah, maybe yeah. clowns. Ron- Ronald McFondle will probably make an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, this is a big... I think that's just it. For like our 10-year anniversary party. Yeah. Yeah, come celebrate 10 years of Skillshot with us. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's really great. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's been another week of actions on purpose. Just remember, keep uh, one finger on the pause button, one foot in the grave, and fuck you for listening. I'm a no old a big truck, I shot the pinball machine, but it caused me bad luck. But all I ever made in a pinball machine. I'd get four caddy cornered, then I'd miss the 16. I wish they'd outlaw them old pinball machines. Many weeks they have caused me to live on sardines. While we're editing things out, I was just listening to your last episode, and I really wanted to know what pans they said that they would never play uh work oh, yeah. again oh yeah um, oh super fascinated by that 